Shalom Aleichem. This is a summary on the second Sicha of Parshas Shlach. Look at the Sichas, Chelek Yud Gimbal. This is what's called a Rashi Sicha, where the Rebbe focuses on a Rashi and explains the Pasuk, the, the, how Rashi is learning Pshutte Shomikra, the simple reading, uh, a loyalty to the simplest reading of the text, what's referred to as Pshutte Shomikra. Um, instead of getting caught up in the questions of the Rebbe, and uh, let's go straight to how Rashi will learn in these psukim. So we're looking in chapter 14, verse 36. And essentially the spies have convinced the Jewish people that they were not going to be able to conquer the land of Israel. The Jewish people are very upset about this. And at the beginning of the chapter 14, they raise their voices, they cry throughout the night, and they complain against Moshe and Aaron, or they even complain about Moshe and Aaron. And they say, why... If only we would have died in the land of Egypt, why should we die out in the desert? Why is God bringing us to the land of Israel where we're going to die by the sword? Our women and our children are going to be taken into, ca- into captivity and so on. And of course, Hashem was very, very upset. Hashem told Moshe that he threatened, so to speak, that he's going to destroy the Jewish people. And Moshe davened and prayed for them. And he got them out of it, and he said they're going to die slowly over 40 years. And when Hashem spoke to Moshe, he told him, This is going back to Pasuk of Zion. Until when this, will this evil congregation, They're getting the Jewish people, meaning the congregation of the spies. They're getting the Jewish people to complain against me. And I'm hearing the complaints of the Jewish people against me, against Hashem. And then the Pasuk continued later on, Pasuk Kalamide 35, that when Hashem said, I'm going not, I'm not going to kill them immediately, Hashem says, I said, Hashem says, I swear I'm going to do this. To all of the congregation of the Jewish people in the desert who who assembled against me. They will meet their end in the desert, and over there they shall die continues now the Rashi, the Pasuk that we are focused on, and it says that the people that Moshe sent, the people that Moshe sent to, in other words, we just spoke about the entire congregation of Israel, at least the men between the ages of 20 and 60. But what about the spies themselves that Moshe sent to scout out the land by Yeshuvu and these people, by Alinu Allah, is called and they that Moshe sent to scout out the land, and these people returned from the land, and they made the people, the or they 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 provoked the people to complain against Moshe Rabbeinu. To speak about the land. And then the next pasuk, Lamed Zayin, and the men died, the speakers of evil about the land died by Magefa in a special plague before God. That. Rashi says it was Mida connected Mida. It was it was a death which befitted their sin, which is the way of Hashem. And this is something Rashi commented throughout Chumash many times that Hashem, it's a measure for a measure. The kind of sin that a person fulfills, that is how they end up being punished, right? So they they drowned the Jewish children in the Nile, and therefore they were drowned in the Red Sea, and so on. So over here as well, there they were killed in an interesting plague where they're where their tongues were stretched out to their belly buttons. And this had to do with their sin of speaking Lashon Hara, speaking badly about the land of Israel. 
and that's how they died. Rashi is bothered, and we should be bothered, about what are these verses saying? Namely what? The question over here is, the question is when you when you read the Pasuk, it, it becomes difficult that it says that the people that Moshe sent to scout out the land and they returned. So first of all, Rashi says this is this is extra, this is an extra Pasuk. The uh, the you don't have to tell me what the sin of the people were. You just told me what happened to the evil congregation, so to speak, the, with the with the Jewish people. And then you should say, and the ones by your music, you could just go straight to Pasuk Lamed Zayin. By your Musa Hanoshim, and the people, the, the men died, the ones who spoke badly about the land, in a plague before God. What is the entire Pasuk of Lamed Vav doing here? That's the men that Moshe sent to get out the land and they returned and they had the congregation complain against Moshe and to, to, to speak about the land. And then it repeats, it literally repeats the next pasuk. The men died, the, the ones who told a bad report about the land in a plague before Hashem. What's going on here? That's question number one that should bother us and does bother Rashi. Rashi's incredibly bothered by it. He doesn't. It doesn't make sense to him. What's going on here? And uh, not only is it superfluous, it's actually right. The whole pasuk didn't have to say, but it seems to even repeat itself. Lamed vav, and then you say you're describing what they did, but then pasuk lamed zayin, the next pasuk also describes what they did. So what's going on here? And the key to it that Rashi arrives at is that if you look closely, you'll see something interesting. What was the sin of, in the previous verse, in Pasuk Lamed Hey 35, what was the sin of the rest of the Jewish people who died out slowly over the 40 years in the desert? The ones who assembled against me, Hashem says. And similarly, earlier on, when Hashem was threatening to kill them all right away, Hashem said, how long am I going to bear this nation? Right? And then later on in the Pasuk, that they're complaining against me. In other words, provoking God, going against God. God told us, to, Hashem told us to go into the land of Israel, and we're not listening to Him, and we're rebelling against Hashem, etc. That's the big sin, and that's what it keeps saying throughout the passage in Hashem's words about why He wants to destroy the Jewish people and about His punishment with the Jewish people. All of a sudden, when it comes to the spies, it actually changes. Hashem says... They provoked, they complained against him, against Moshe, against Moshe. So first of all, Rashi has to deal with that. Why does it change it? But secondly, and more importantly, this is what prompts Rashi. This is the answer for Rashi about the, about the explanation of why indeed this Pasuk is not superfluous at all. And you have to understand what the context of this Pasuk is. What is the context of this Pasuk? This Pasuk is coming to respond that Moshe Rabbeinu Davin for the entirety of the Jewish people. The question is, why didn't he Davin for the spies as well? Why did he only Davin for everyone else? Or at the very least, if he, even if he did Davin for everyone, why didn't his prayer work for the spies? Why immediately on that very day, what Hashem said he's going to do to the entire Jewish people, He's going to wipe them out on that day. 
Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah, the prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu worked, but for, the, but for the spies it didn't work. And that is the intent of this Pasuk Lamed Vav. The Pasuk is coming to discuss a different issue. Lamed Zayin, the next verse, is describing why they died. Because of their sin. Why did they die? Because they the the ones who produce this evil report about the land, which is rebellious against God, the ultimate sin of rebelling against Hashem, and therefore Hashem killed them. He killed them in a plague. The the previous pasuk was not coming to deal with that. It was coming to say why didn't the prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu work for them? That's what it's coming to do, and therefore it says the men that Moshe sent, which is trying to emphasize. That it was Moshe's idea to send them. So it was a personal betrayal against Moshe, what these spies did. And then he says that he came back from their spying mission by Alinu Allah against Moshe, the congregation. They had a personal vendetta. They fought against Moshe Rabbeinu. They fought against Moshe Rabbeinu. Why does the fact that they fought against Moshe Rabbeinu explain to us why they would not die? Why, why, why would that explain to us why, they, why I'm sorry that they were not saved? So that we already have two principles expounded to us in Pshuti Shamikra, in the simple Posik by Rashi in previous Parshiot, previous Torah portions. One of them is the principle of Mida Kenegad Mida, which means an eye for an eye or, or, or measure for measure. We just mentioned it earlier on, right? And so, and he, he even discusses it in the very next verse about the, their tongues being stretched out. So based on that principle, if, if part of their very sin was that they were waging war against Moshe, so then the proper punishment for that is that Moshe can't help you, right? You go against Moshe and Moshe can't help you, even if you would want to, right? The, 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 that would be an appropriate punishment of Midah, Kenegad Midah. So that principle helps explain why Moshe's prayer couldn't help them. And that's why this Pasuk is emphasizing that they went against Moshe personally, not only Hashem. And another principle that would explain this in Rash, in Pshutisha Mikra, in the simple reading of the text, is the principle of En Ketegar Nasasenegar. Rashi says that the high priest doesn't come in on the day uh, on Yom Kippur, on the holiest day of the year, into the Holy of Holies with uh, the garments, with the golden garments. Because it reminds us of the gold of the greatest sin in Jewish history that we're still atoning for, the sin of the golden calf. And in Ketegir Nasasenegir, the prosecution can't become the defense. And what that means essentially is, is that you're trying to arouse Hashem's mercy by wearing these holy garments. But the, the very thing, you're trying to get Hashem's mind off sin, so to speak. The very, you know, the very thing you're trying to defend you're trying to use as a defense is the prosecution as well. And and, and Rashi told us in Parshas Achrimais that, that there's a fundamental problem with that over here as well. If you think about it, Moshe Rabbeinu praying for them is a little bit of an oxymoron almost because the value of Moshe that he matters so much and that his prayer should be listened to, etc., that precisely is the sin that they were willing to go against Moshe Rabbeinu. And because of these reasons, so that's if you that's what Rashi is telling us that that's the explanation of what this verse is doing. It's coming to describe why the prayer of Moshe didn't work, 
And the Pasuk says, when it says, that they can't, they spoke a report about the land, it doesn't say they spoke a bad report about the land. That it does in the next verse. Because in this verse, it doesn't really matter. It's just describing what happened and how it happened. It's not saying what kind of report. It could have been a great report. The problem is that they were going against the Moshe Rabbeinu. Even though earlier in the parsha, it says that, that they provoked the Jewish people against the Moshe and Aaron. But if you read the continuation of the verses, the Jewish people said, we're going to die by the sword, and so on. It wasn't really against Moshe and Aaron. The verse, but the sin, the, with the spies themselves actually were going against Moshe and Aaron. They had something particularly that they were going against Moshe Rabbeinu, and, uh, and they betrayed Moshe Rabbeinu. And they spoke badly about Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's why the prayer didn't work. And the lesson for us here is something very powerful, is that the verse needed, the Torah needed to add an entire verse to explain why did they die right away? Why didn't the prayer of Moshe work for them? And this tells us something very powerful. And, and Moshe was able to turn around the fate for the entire Jewish people for 40 years. Many people went on to live for another 40 years because it was if you were 20 years old, you only died at the age of 60. And we see the power of a prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu and we have to explain why the prayer of Moshe Rabbeinu didn't work for the spies. And this is very important nowadays because every generation has a person who is the equivalency of Moshe Rabbeinu, like the Rebbe in our generation. And we, we learn from here the power of going to the Rebbe, of going to the oil, of, of, of asking the Rebbe, the Rebbe's help together that we pray to Hashem. Because um, the Rebbe is like the head, the, the Moshe is the head of the Jewish people, and the head is sensitive to the entire body, and the head, the power of the prayer of Moshe is the most powerful prayer in the world. And therefore, when we attach ourselves to the head, we attach ourselves to Moshe, that's when a prayer will surely and absolutely be responded to and, uh, and for the greatest outcome.